Hello, I'm Aisha Khan and on today's update, the US presidential election remains unsettled this morning as key states continue to count ballots. To the consternation of President Donald Trump, the day after counting was giving a boost to Democratic nominee Joe Biden in the few battleground states where the results remain in flux. Biden won Michigan, and while all eyes turn to Pennsylvania, which could decide the winner for both candidates, Biden could claim victory if he takes either Georgia or Nevada. For full coverage, head to our US election blog at thenationalnews.com. The UAE announced 1,161 new cases of coronavirus, two deaths and 1,493 recoveries. There were over 116,000 tests carried out. There have now been over 48 million cases worldwide. Emiratis and residents entering Abu Dhabi from any other emirate will need to undergo up to three COVID-19 tests under new regulations governing the capital's borders. Starting from November the 8th, to enter Abu Dhabi, a person must present a negative DPI blood test or PCR nasal swab result received within 48 hours. If they are staying in the emirate longer than four consecutive days, they must undergo a PCR test on the fourth day. The day of arrival into Abu Dhabi is counted as day one. If a person is staying in the Emirates longer than eight consecutive days, they must undergo another PCR test on the eighth day. Those who fail to take the PCR test on day four and eight could face fines. In Dubai, Sheikh Zayed Road will temporarily be transformed into a track for the city's newest cycling event, Dubai Ride, later this month. Sheikh Hamdan bin Mohammed, Crown Prince of Dubai, said the non-competitive free community event would be held as part of Dubai Fitness Challenge on November the 20th. Cyclists of all abilities are invited to join and ride down the city's busiest main road, which will be close to traffic. Participants can choose between two distinct routes, a 4km family ride and a 14km open ride. The 4km family-friendly fun ride is open to participants aged 5 and above. Oman is opening up its real estate market to foreign investors further by allowing them to access a wider selection of residential properties as part of reform measures aimed at improving the country's fiscal position. The move is outlined in the Sultanate's medium-term fiscal plan, which also confirmed it is looking at introducing a personal income tax on higher earners. Non-GCC nationals can currently buy property in Amman, but only within integrated tourism complexes. The new rule grants rights to own limited lands and properties within multi-storey buildings. Lebanon's Prime Minister-designate Saad Hariri and President Michael Ayoun have agreed on a future cabinet of 18 ministers, a number that is smaller than usual and would prevent political parties from toppling the government by distributing posts equally. A cabinet of 18 ministers means that no single political party controls more than six of the posts. The agreement, which was announced on Wednesday, raises hope for the cabinet's formation in the near future in a country where it usually takes several months to satisfy the main religious communities. Now over to Jason Von Berg for what's trending. To be expected, social media trends this morning are still dominated by the US elections, as Joe Biden edges closer to that all-important 270 mark for the presidency, users are talking about his address to the nation in which he said he was confident that the Democrats would be successful. As votes continue to be counted, we'll continue to bring you round-the-clock coverage from the elections. In terms of conversations you can jump on, election results 2020 is one hashtag and the other is Biden2020. Users are also talking about the situation in Libya this morning using the hashtag LibyaReviews. 
Rival military officers from the country have agreed on steps towards cementing the ceasefire deal reached last month. The talks showed both sides agreeing to establish a military subcommittee to oversee the withdrawal of military forces to the respective bases and the departure of foreign forces from the front lines. There's a lot of reaction to the news that Fly Dubai will start direct flight services to Tel Aviv, Israel from the 26th of November. The airline is expected to fly twice daily. And finally, if you're getting out and about and enjoying the cooler weather this weekend, Dubai has a lot on the go. Dubai 30 by 30 arranged by Sheikh Hamdan, has a whole host of events on offer. Have a good weekend, all. That's it for today's update. For all the latest news and the U.S. election results, head to thenationalnews.com.